The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. This is our best ever. <laughs> you're already Christmas. Hyping, you're already hyping this shit. Like we're like thirty seconds. You're like, and the most badass fucking Christmas movie ever. I know, right? No, no, just, <laughs> did y'all really not do any Christmas movies last year at all? No, we did. We actually, did. I don't think we did. We did. Uh, we did uh, Christmas or we did, a we holiday did a special. Ep- yeah, we did a special. Holiday but we special. didn't actually cover the Christmas movie. The That's person true. speaking has a very good point. Yeah, so I mean, let's yeah. let's introduce let's introduce everything and then we'll start you know okay, giving each okay, other yeah, shit. All right, yeah, let's get yeah, into I, this. I, I, uh, I am the Groots, F you Hunter, and our guest today, the little fuck, it's me Parker. <laughs> yeah, that's man, what's up. it's the holiday season, man. It brings the family into this shit. So I, I decided right. uh, he's old enough now. You know, let's 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 just inflict some beautiful disaster pain on make it a family affair. So yeah, and it was a uh, definitely had some painful moments. I enjoyed it though. I, Good movie. I, uh, look, look, this was top tier of the beautiful disasters movies. Um, Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was gonna I say, would say there's just very little pain I would in this, this particular in the, viewing experience. The mom and dad, the cheap thrills category of beautiful disasters, which is the concept's a little wacky, but fuck, it's fun. It was. Yeah, it, I just gotta say, I have a, I watched a lot of random wacky movies this has got to be one of the ones that seemed really well made and really enjoyable <laughs> i have to agree with you yeah honestly like and this is also happens to be our most contemporary current movie Seriously, of all like, time because this legitimately just came out yeah that's what i'm saying like yeah this is by far like we've covered stuff that's like I think a couple of the current year when we did the uh, John Travolta movie that had just come out. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever what what about fu- that mom and dad movie? That actually been out for like a year. Uh, no, yeah, uh, like, like two a years. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think up to this point, the most recent was, God damn, what was the name of that sh- that John Travolta movie directed by Fred Oh, Durst? God. Uh, I remember. That was, um, oh, Jesus. I forget. <laughs> okay, now we're Our all, listeners, we're all, we're all should hopefully know. But <laughs> yeah. let's go into the feature we started tonight, which is Tis the Season... We got a holiday movie to knock out. There seemed to be... Uh, I remember when the trailer for this came out, Groot sent me the trailer said, we got to fucking watch this bitch. God the movie damn right. we're covering tonight, The Fat Man. Santa Claus himself, The Fat Man. Yep. And we're talking about... Now, we're not using some kind of code or anything. Literally, the title of it is Fat Man, and starring Mel Gibson as Chris Kringle himself. That's and right. And fighting against the hired assassin... Walton Goggins. Bam. Good Play. Know. We all know the name. I don't even I know the name know. of his character. Yeah. I just wrote oh, his skinny shit man. down in Skinny, skinny Man. Yeah. Oh, Skinny Man. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to call him Skinny, though. So. Skinny Man Trevor. Skinny yeah. Man's fine. Yeah. In my notes, I was just like Goggins all the way down. <laughs> skinny would have been less letters. It would have been easier. But yeah, it's one of those. It just came. I think it was, it was on demand. And I mean, I think it came out, what? Last two, week or the week before? Yeah, two weeks prior to this recording. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I was definitely eyeing this, too, after you showed me that trailer. So. Oh, man. 
Yeah, no, I was nuts about the trailer because it just looked like a crazy revenge action romp. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I'll, I'll be mean, honest. All right, Mel Gibson's been kind of an asshole the last 20 years, but the motherfucker was still fucking Mad Max, all right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. What do you like, mean, asshole? Uh, let's just say he hasn't had the best public relations. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, he, yeah. He's had some uh, uh, flops of uh, public relations. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, understandable, yeah. So that was a little bit of a challenge, but you know what? I was going to give it a chance, and very fucking happy with this. Yeah, did not disappoint at all. Actually, yeah, he represented well. It's not problematic at all. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah, so... But oh, you want to start? Just let's get into the fucking plot. All I right. Mean, so yes, I, I looked at the directors, and it was the the Nelms brothers, N E L M S. The Nelms brothers. They haven't really done anything before this. I think I guess, I'm guessing yeah, they're just kind of indie directors, and they were like, "Hey, we got this idea," and they were able to get both Mel Gibson and Goggins to say, "Fuck it, let's do it." So did you uh, happen to? Oh, did you happen to find who did the uh, music for this? Because I honestly enjoyed most of the songs I heard in this. The soundtrack. The score was well fucking done. I'll have to yeah. look yeah. that up. I it's, mean, there there was definitely some some Christmas songs. Yeah. In the movie, but but uh, as we yeah. get into, definitely the score is almost like I would say like a Coen Brothers kind of like Western yes. theme score. I don't Not, know. I felt that at the end. Yeah, but well, there's parts throughout there where you you know. It really kind of hits the mark, and that's why I said like Coen Brothers because Coen Brothers their scores aren't blatant; they just have hints to kind of the genre they're covering. Right. Best example right. is like yeah. Fargo and stuff like that, where and oh, this yeah. kind of hits that that mark. I feel they like. definitely, uh, yeah, the Coen Brothers definitely pick their songs and their score very carefully, and I think uh, they did a great job in this movie as well. Yep. So yeah, right. I, mean, I gotta say, I enjoyed the intro music because it seemed like just your regular wacky ass Christmas music I had no idea where it was going so and this movie definitely went all over all the place all over the place oh, yeah. yep it was great um yes yeah, so yeah this is Fat Man from 2020 yeah it's weird hearing you say I know <laughs> the current year that we're on as this movie is what we covered but we did it man I think it's the only time we've actually done a movie in the year that it was released yeah. maybe yeah cause the <laughs> last movie we covered Ginger Dead Man uh, came out uh what 2000 2005 yes was it really missed... that current hey we've done current movies god damn it <laughs> alright well, let's just jump right into the plot cause we got a lot to go over but uh Let's start it up, and you get a shot of uh, this shitty-looking kid, rich kid, wearing a suit, and he's just covered. He's got, what, four... Four medals, yeah. Four ribbons, first best in show. Four blue ribbons. And yep. just so you know he's a douche, I gotta say, he looked exactly like Adam Scott from Step Brothers. That's all I thought the entire time. <laughs> yeah, he does look like a young <laughs> version like, of Adam Scott. That's all yeah. I felt like watching yep. him. Is... <laughs> yeah, okay. I hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um... Come to find out, I guess, he's living with his rich-ass grandma. His dad doesn't give two shits about him. And he's pretty much fucking obsessed with getting these fucking ribbons, which the grandmother, like, like, oh, look at all the pretty ribbons. Like, I mean, he's fucking hitting you in the face with them. He, like, literally is covered on his on his jacket with them. So, I mean, he had yeah. a specific spot for them. And then his grandma, just to add on, is like, oh, look, there's a little spot just for more. So, and then we get, so we get there kind of as the starter, and then we cut to uh, out somewhere, out snow-covered country, yep. and a bunch of yeah. cans with Santa's face on them, and then pop, 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 
and there's fucking uh, Mel Gibson starring as Chris Santa Kringle. Claus. Fucking, you know, just uh, you do a little uh, practice, you know. Grizzled old yep. Santa Claus. Yep. Just as usual Saturdays, you know. <laughs> Doing some little uh, target shooting. I'd put him as, like, if you were to take Santa and then mix him with Tommy Lee Jones and... Um, uh, what's his name's character from uh, God damn it, I'm Coen Brothers movie that I'm drawing the Western that he they did a remake of. Oh, oh, oh True Grit. True Grit. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to take Rooster Cogan and put him with Tommy Lee Jones, mix them together to make him a Santa Claus, that's your Santa Claus. Just grizzled and fucking like yep. war torn. No, I like, feel you. There's a scene later in the movie where he takes his shirt off and like his he's just beat to shit, man. Like you know, scars. The side yeah. of Christmas you don't know about. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, oh, no, man. he has a hard job apparently. I Not was, easy. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say I'm just gonna mention that. The most shocking shit in this movie is right after that scene when they're ta- when Santa's talking to some government officials and they mention bills because apparently Santa has to pay those. Yeah, this so, is the this is the reality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, Santa's got to deal with that shit. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what's up with that? Yeah, bullshit. That's well, apparently, I guess the government was paying Santa to make sure kids were fucking happy. Well, yeah. Like they were like shortchanging him because he's I, like, this doesn't cover half the shit I'm doing. You fucking asshole. I guess they were <laughs> subsidizing yeah. Christmas. Yeah. He's like, I gotta like, pay. Fuck, I gotta pay elves. I gotta pay all this stuff, and you guys think this is gonna cover it? And it's, uh, I guess the. What do you say? Something like an economic stimulus for the kids in the country or something. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But enough yeah. where they they acknowledge Santa. They work hand in hand with them, and but they're only going to shortchange him. And to the point, Santa goes to the bar, gets his shot. For some reason, drops an Alka Seltzer in there and takes a <laughs> shot. But then, like, literally opens up and it's a what looks to be a federal check, like you would get as a tax refund, made yeah. out to Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. Yeah. I mean. And that alcohol wasn't some soft or weak. It was straight up whiskey. At least that's what the bottle like looked like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was there. I, I mean, Santa's like a grizzled old man. Like he's having a hard time. He's like he's the, gonna tell you about the time, the war times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Let like me the, tell you about this. He's like the Tom Waits exactly. Santa. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, Tom like, Waits were to write a song about Santa. This is the version. Like you know, he can barely get up out of bed. Yeah, like that kind <laughs> yeah. of like. You know what I'm talking about? Goddamn right, um, man. So mm. then we get introduced to the second most important character in this fucking movie, which is the skinny man, Walter yes. Goggins. Who is a assassin? Who we meet him? I guess he's buying a bat from somebody. Just he collects mementos of Christmases in the past. He collects things that has that little shiny metal on the bottom that says Santa's Workshop because he has a status or I guess addiction. What would y'all really call it? To Santa obsession. because yeah, obsession yeah. because he never got anything really of what he wanted from Santa because. He wanted to have a whole new family, and Santa can never provide that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he's he's collecting mementos that are actually made from Santa. Yeah, and, and you're he, like, and you're like, how does he have all this money? Because the guy rolls in, and the guy wants like two thousand dollars for the bat. And he's right. like, I'll give you nine hundred, but he's still paying nine hundred dollars for a fucking bat, man. For a I mean, bat that has a little plaque that says "Made in Santa's yep. Workshop." Yeah, and we find out what his uh, his day job is because yes. the next time we see him. He's sneaking into this house, walks up, there's a couple sleeping, his phone rings, he pauses for a second, pulls out his gun with a silencer, fucking kills these two motherfuckers, and walks outside to answer the phone. Yeah, he's an assassin. 
can I mention that this dude came into their house, took a stick of butter out of their fridge, and literally just started buying chunks out of it? Yeah. Did no one else think that was weird? Yeah, no, just, he's just, that's the weird, crazy character stuff that you just do. So. Oh, yeah, you I mean, just casually. I mean, I would say salted butter is yeah. delicious. I don't know I would, if I'd eat a bar of it, though. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't eat a bar yeah. of it, but, like, you know, if it was unsalted, I'd be, nah, man. Yeah. But come to find out, we then cut to <laughs> little shit Billy, who is at the science, uh, like... Convention, I would yeah. say, right? Or, yeah, he's at the science, science fair, fair at science his fair. Yes, thank you. And yes. he is ready to go. He's got his shit ready. He is already prepared to receive first place. And for a fifth time. Yeah, for a fifth time. Yeah. And he looks down, and there is second place ribbon. A red one. Yep. And he wanted the blue one. Yep. Yep. Runner up. And he oh, just can't have shit. that. He yeah, can't have it. Yeah, he's a very sore loser. Did not like that at all. So, uh, Billy is his name, right? Yep. Yeah, Billy. All right. So, Billy is a straight sociopath. Oh, yeah. I mean, straight up, like, he is a little American psycho (laughs) about to happen, and he is so disturbed by the fact that he did not get first place again that he, with his resources and his family money... Well, sort of, his family money, as in he figured out how to forge his grandmother's signature on checks, so... Correct, Uh, but he has his... He has his financial avenues. Yeah, yeah. He is going to contract a killer <laughs> to uh, fix his science fair for him. I can't believe what that happened. How that happened? Because he had like a whole system just to get a signature. Because he had that little that little light magnifying glass just to look in and copy it note for note. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah apparently he got like her check like like and those like big fucking like fancy checks so you know like they're you know yeah they're big and he, oh, yeah. he has like the light up thing where you put on there and almost just go line for yeah, line. Yeah, the light so. box. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was forging. It's a, little bit, yeah, a little catch me if you can It's moment. like tracing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. He he had his shit down. But so Billy hires Skinny to kidnap the 12-year-old girl that beat him in the fucking science fair. Yes. And literally she's tied up and he's got the car battery and he's like <laughs> I only get first place. How the fuck you stole my ribbon. I want it back. And pretty much tells her you're gonna give me that fucking ribbon however you, whatever you have to do or guess what? Psh, you're gonna get a fucking battery full. Of you have me. to basically say that you cheated. Yep. So yep. that I get the ribbon. Now, exactly. I'm just trying to think of the girl's perspective here. Like, you got to think of how shocked she was just to have some random dude pick up and bring her to this random ass kid she saw, or probably didn't even know, just to threaten her. Oh, for yeah. First place. Yeah, she's like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> no, no. She's going to be traumatized for the rest oh. of her life. And just in case. <laughs> Kidnapped. That experience did traumatize her. Pretty much. So Billy tells Skinny, let her go, take her back home. The car ride back, Skinny emphasizes, you're to not tell a soul of what just happened. Correct. And if you do, I will kill your family. And what's the name of your dog? (laughs) Jojo Beans. Well, if you say anything, I will murder Jojo Beans. (laughs) Like, he emphasizes, I'll kill your family and your fucking dog. (laughs) All right? Like, don't say a word. 
That's just rough. get that ribbon to the dude that's paying me the big bucks. That right? dude is making his money. Yeah. I'm just saying. And just to add the cherry on the top after he lets her out of the car, he gives her a good old Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. After he literally threatened her entire family, plus her dog. <laughs> he's still so, filled with the spirit. Yeah. yeah, so you can tell he's a little fucked up in the head, just like everybody, just like little Billy. So we get back to Santa where right. the government, they're not budging. So Santa pretty much, you know, is trying to figure out how to get his budget going, man. He's got fucking elves to feed and pay it's and stuff true, like that. Yeah. And I guess, <clears throat> you know, he, he pretty much says this, this whole operation could go tits up. That's coming from Santa. Those, yeah, those, yeah, those exact words. Yeah, I remember. Well, he does uh, He does have a quick scene at a bar where he is, you know, trying to chill for a second. And there's a dude at the bar that's floating with a bartender. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's getting a drink. <clears throat> and... Uh, you know, he kind of rolls over to that dude and be like, yeah, how you doing, buddy? And he knows his name, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you been good? How's the family? And, like, the guy's, like, freaked out and leaves. Yeah. And he was like, Just yeah. to kind of show he knows fucking all. Yeah, he knows. He like, is it's the, the guy. So, Santa. he, and then it's, it's Christmas, it's Christmas Eve night, so he's got to hit the grind. And again... Every other Christmas movie I've ever watched, Santa's like, let's get everything going and head to sleigh. He literally puts his coat on, kisses Miss Claus. He's like, all right, let me do the thing I need to do. And the most grizzled way of delivering presents to kids. So (laughs) they don't show him actually do any of that, but they show him the next day where he rolls up and he's got a fucking, he's cleaning a gunshot wound because, again, not everybody's very receptive to some motherfucker laying on your roof and showing up in your goddamn house, all right? That is true, yeah. Oh, and a little side note. I'd like to mention that Billy, you know, the little shit that's acting like an asshole the entire movie, literally, before Santa got there that night, took three cookies, two or three cookies for himself and just took them upstairs. I mean, he's yeah. like, fuck this fat dude. We already, we already know Billy's an asshole. And just to add, you know, I mean, he's, he's literally, you know, attempting to torture a classmate. But, um... Just in case you weren't sure, that's the final straw. Is he just takes the fucking cookies off of Santa's plate? That's a huge no-no. God I don't think right. any of us at any time ever were like, you know, I'm really hungry. Tonight. I see those cookies, and uh, yeah, fuck Santa. Yeah. But Billy does. So what does Billy get the next day? Good old chunk of coal. Yep. He gets a big old box with a <laughs> chunk of coal. Like, that was a, that, that was a <laughs> fuck you because it wasn't just like the small box. It's this pretty. Decent sized box that makes you think, oh my god, what's gonna be in here? And, and just nope. to add the nope. cherry on top, he had a whole bunch of paper in there, so he was like, oh, maybe there's something good under it. Nope. I mean, look, I, I'll be honest, I've, I've fucked with my friends in the past, and I have found like the biggest box with the small present. Like one time I had a pen for somebody, and I literally put it in the box that was in it for a TV and just loaded it up and put rat, you know, put stuff in there so oh, it yeah. had a little weight to it. You got to. Yeah, but they still got something. This kid don't wrap that shit for fucking coal, all right? Like, that's... That's amazing. Yes. I mean, at least he can warm his house. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, so we pretty much know... Yeah, he's fucking pissed. So, but, yeah, we, before and, and he's... That, that fuels Billy. Right. Billy is now on a kill mission. Hellbent yeah. revenge. He is very pissed. He is ready, like, and he makes the call. So real quick before he make, uh, I was gonna say he makes a call, but yeah. we also get to 
you know, after Santa cleans his gunshot wound and he wakes up Miss Claus when he's getting the bed and, you know, she's like, what happened? He goes, uh, they, they did like they do. Started shooting at me. Two holes in the sleigh, one in me. Like, like again, just part of the, like he was a 7-Eleven employee. Like, yep, got robbed again. <laughs> fucking shot again. Like, he's just so burnt out. And, you know, they're just like, you know, they just expect I'm the silly fat man in a red suit. Like, just like, I get so little respect for what I do and you assholes keep trying to kill me every goddamn year. And yeah. I'm just gonna mention you said Jolly Fat Man, right? Yep. The funny thing about this Santa is he is literally all muscle. There's not one ounce of fat on his entire body. So that scene where he's fixing his gun wound is kind of weird because you're supposed to think of this guy as the big old Jolly Fat Man. No, but no. no he looks like a bodybuilder or something. I shit. think most of the joy has gone out of him. At this point, this is and it's kind of ingenious as we all have there's these jobs that when you first get them you're excited you like you know your job and after a while and after a bit of the grind after a while you just don't give two shits and Santa's been at this for so long he's just going through the motions well and and that's what you're right yeah because you get comfortable and he's you not get, eating and, and, to get jolly anymore like, but you might get like comfortable and you might get relaxed and you might get a little overweight however he's been having a hard time the yeah. last few years he's been losing weight you know and he's been getting like you know slend stressed the fuck out man yeah, yeah exactly short changed you know, by the government like these things happen and and now he's just like an old grizzled dude that is just angry and ready to fucking kick some ass yep and he does but you know what do we got uh oh, so there's well, literally go. a line okay, where go ahead. he says he the world loathes him and he loathes them just as much back. So he's pretty much saying, fuck the world, I hate them all, I'm tired <laughs> of their shit, they don't even believe me anymore. Oh, as we're describing this, I realize this is probably not a strong Christmas movie to recommend. It's amazing, but I don't know. I think you should watch this maybe after Christmas. <laughs> the tone is so downer Dark for this. Like a, Santa's almost uh, giving up hope. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, this is my kind of Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, I, that's, that's, that's I, I, I love a revenge movie. movie. Yeah. Like, uh, an action revenge movie. Like, I, this is in my wheelhouse, bro. So let's oh, jump man. real quick. Uh, so, pretty much, Billy decides, fuck Santa, hire Skinny to take out Santa. What I love is when, he, when he's getting in contact with Skinny, Skinny is at his, I guess, dojo and he pretty much is just, you know, pra- I guess, you know, practicing or whatever like that. And literally grabs the guy's arm. And you know how much I fucking love this. Fucking breaks his arm. And then yeah. yells, I broke it. I broke it. Like, he's so fucking yeah. happy. And that and then shit takes looked like ball. silly string after. Like, oh, you saw that thing. Yeah. All right, wait a second. We got enough of him describing goddamn broken arms. Oh, come on, that. Stop being such a wuss. Yeah. Yeah. And then meanwhile, during that sequence uh you're getting uh santa is being visited by the u.s government like saying hey so we've got this proposal we absolutely want you to start making shit for us yep this is this is like gonna be lucrative like pretty much subcontracts the elves to build military parts well actually i think that happened before christmas eve well, they had, brought, they had proposed it, but yeah. it wasn't until after Christmas, and again... And he called that morning, it was like, I'll do it. And yeah. they pretty yeah. much just put everything into action. 
Yeah, he kind of had to. I mean, yeah, um, he's got to get the operation is on thin. It's it's very close to falling apart. Money's tight, you yep. know. The world is, you know, in bad shape. He needed the money, yeah, and he was going to put his elves to work. So now it's Santa working hand in hand with the U.S. military. Oh, with his, with his elves, <laughs> great old Santa. And then we cut back to Skinny, who is um, doing his homework. And this is one of my favorite scenes. He's doing his homework on Santa by literally watching Christmas specials and every generic like Santa like <laughs> coloring or painting and stuff like that. Like just taking notes. Like it's fucking Santa, but he's like, as he as assassins do, like you know, I got to make sure I know everything about this dude. So, so we then figure out. He figures out everything he tries to do to find out where Santa is. No luck. But then he figures out, let me investigate where those goddamn letters that people write to Santa go. <laughs> yep. So I think and, he uh, rolls up to just a regular mailman who is like at his truck and is asking questions. And the guy is really helpful. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess we send him to a special place and it gives him all the information. Skinny's like, thank you. And you think, okay, well. And then he turns around and still shoots him in the head. Like, he just kind of gets off on, I'll get the information. I mean, you're still fucking dead. I, there's no way I'm going to get information and not fucking kill you, all right? Right. Yeah, Skinny's just a straight sociopath and douche. He gives no shits. But he makes it to the post office, and now is wearing the oh, yeah. dead postman's outfit, and finds the manager of that office, and just pretty much like, hey, where the letters go, you're going to tell me. And the guy's like, letters for what? And straight up, some fucking Samuel Jackson Pulp Fiction. Santa Claus, motherfucker, that's what I'm talking about. That was awesome. That was <laughs> that's awesome. That's got to be one of my favorite lines. <laughs> like, that's literally, if you, I, like, that's the closest to a Pulp Fiction Samuel Jackson line is the way he said that. I got to give him props on that. No, no, it's it's perfect. It's, I, I'm sorry, but Walton Goggins steals this movie. Seriously. But he I think really that's does. kind of the way it is. He's this just fucked up assassin. I think both him and Mel Gibson did a great fucking job. Oh, they both did. Yeah. But, like, I mean, Walton Goggins just almost, at this point, steals every role yeah. in any property he's in. Yeah. Like, he just owns that shit. And it was amazing in this movie. So we get to the military, and they're now setting up. And I guess the head commander that's working hand-in-hand with Santa is going over stuff. And he's talking. You see Santa's elves. And Santa refers to the elves by numbers. He's like, you know, one of the two of the elves come up to him. He's like, thank you, 19 and 23. And then you kind of get an idea of who the head elf is who comes up. And it's like, Santa, we can do all this. And he's like, thank you, seven. And what's awesome is the military guy's like, um, if he's your number one, why is he 70? <laughs> and which... Not every elf makes it, and Santa doesn't reissue numbers. <laughs> God damn, dude! It's it's awesome. This and is hardcore. so awesome. Santa doesn't reissue numbers. And this entire time, there is some crazy ass intense, jolly music going on in the background. Like it's just your normal Christmas movie, but it's got that little intense hardness to it. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, that's earlier. what I'm saying. Like they're in the reality of Santa Claus. Not every elf makes it. <laughs> Yeah. And like they're, you know, the military's like, all right, we gotta institute some uh some measures here. We gotta cut off the bells on the ends of your fucking <laughs> uh, doesn't set off the metal little detectors, el- little elf shoes and yeah. whatnot. You know, everyone needs you to all. get their handprints done, and uh, you know, so they're they're making it their way, but yeah. 
mean, they're definitely now making military hardware <laughs> or and, whatever, uh, you know? During this scene, it's kind of crazy, but uh, Santa Claus apparently does steroids, which we find out after a, <laughs> a couple of crates drop, weighing at least a ton, after two army men couldn't make it even budge. Santa just goes like, get the fuck out of my way, and lifts the shit up like nothing. Yeah. And well, like, he's got superpowers. Yeah, yeah he lifts it up, it and then they just look at him, and he's but like, steroids. Not superpowers, but yeah, steroids. steroids yeah. Yeah. So then we cut back to Skinny, who is making his way to this Santa's location. We get a couple of like montages of him listening to every musical style, which I thought was awesome. It's night day, night day, and he's driving his car, and it's like metal, fucking hip hop, like he just, just a road trip movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was everything. Yeah, yeah. and then he makes it to a pet store, <laughs> and <laughs> the you know woman working in the pet store just wants to chat it up. Does anybody write down his line that he responds to her with? Oh, uh, I, I, I got it. I got it. If it you got it. All right. Lines. Yeah, let's just say she says, you know, she's just like trying to be helpful and he turns around and with a nice big fucking grin he goes, you remind me of my mother. And then she's, oh, thank you. He goes, she never listened, never knew when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. God, man. I His just... interactions, like, every character is either dead or he's going to cuss the fuck out. Like, it, that's all there is to it, I right? think he was trying to buy shit for a hamster, and she yeah. was like, oh, you seem like a reptile guy. Yeah, just... And reptiles eat hamsters. And he's like, nope. <laughs> like, oh, this, this dude really loves his fucking hamster, like... He's kissing up all over this hamster the entire movie. Yeah, he, he really it. does love that fucking like, hamster. I did not realize sociopaths. He's got, I think, well, I think it's established. He has some abandonment issues that obviously you find out later on that he lost he, he lost his parents and stuff like that. And so I think that's where he just became this cold-hearted killer. But, you know, he's got to express something. He has to have some sort of family, and that, that hamster is his family. You know, I don't think he lost his family. I think they were just a bunch of pieces of shit is the problem. <laughs> because it could have been. There's a scene where he's talking to his kid because he sees him playing with a new airplane. Oh, he's like, oh, kid, man. where'd you get that? And he's like, well, I got it from Santa for Christmas. And he's like, you want to see what I got for Christmas? And he proceeds to show him five cigarette burn marks on his arm. He's like, yeah, that's what I got. Oh, and no, he, he sees, says, the smell, you know what I got? The smell of burning flesh and menthols. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's what, maybe six? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. And but, then he proceeds to pay the kid $150 to buy this airplane off. What's funny is he said 100 and I was like, holy shit, that's a great deal. And the kid just paused, which I probably was just an amazement of like, okay, why are you offering? And then he's like, all right, 150 Like, that kid didn't even have to try to work on it. That dude jumped to 150 yeah, pretty no. fast. That wasn't a haggle. very basic one. Yeah. That was not a haggle situation. Yeah. But, yeah, we got a good couple sequences right here in this uh, where the fat man meets with a couple uh, higher up Government, government, yeah. government agents. They're always trying to give him where, shit. Where they're just like, hey, we want to offer you a 15-year contract. And, uh, you know, he's in his stables. <laughs> yes. He's in his All stables right. with the know, fucking reindeer. That up. And one of them gets a little close to the stables, and uh, reindeer kind of bucks a little bit. Like, oh, hey, uh, don't worry. You know, if that was Blitzer... <laughs> Would have taken your nuts off. Tear your package right off. Tear your package uh, right off. <laughs> and then, 
shit. At the fucking um. Well, then we get to I guess there's the scene where the elves are they're they're all at their cafeteria and the head military guy is trying to figure out like you know because not only I guess are they hire Santa and the elves but then we kind of want to study them and figure out like how they've been so efficient because I mean frankly the government has not been as efficient and they True. and they're they're fucking eating fucking cake and candy and shit like that. Oh, it's just like, a bunch of fucking sweets. Yeah. I think there's like a waffle at some point. Yeah. And the elf is pretty much like, yep, all we, all we eat is simple carbs and sugars. Like oh, yeah. that's all we eat. We take what? Twenty a, minute naps. Twenty minute naps. And eight every eight hours. <laughs> yeah. That's how we keep going. So, you know, and that's like there's still like yeah, you're not gonna replicate what these elves are doing, guys. They'll build your shit, but you're not gonna make soldiers out of these guys, all right? No. So then we cut to Skinny is in the town. Oh, yeah. Next to near Santa's place. Makes into the post office and pretty much, you know, he's done, he does a good job of getting the information just because, again, it's a small town. So he's like, you know, he's like, what bo- P.O. box are you looking for? And he gives a number. He's like, oh, that belongs to Chris. He's like, yeah, yeah, Chris. I'm from friends with Chris, you know. When's Chris usually come in? And, of course, nobody thinks two shits about giving him all the information to the point this other lady walks in. And was like, you know, oh, you're looking for Chris? Yeah, he's like, He'll she was be the bartender the at yeah. the bar. Yeah. And literally, he's like, oh, he drives the, what? Um, green Chevy? The red, yeah. red Ford. Yeah, or she's, well, he says green Chevy. He's just and throwing it out there. And then she corrects no, no, the red Ford. Thank you for literally giving me all the information I need. <laughs> and then he proceeds to go to a Dick's Sporting Goods or some sports shop and starts just talking shit about all their fucking coats. And he's like... He's got some issues with colors. Yeah. Because he's just like green. I'm not green, gonna look like he's a like green is, what the fuck is this? And the store owner is like, well, maybe you would like our most expensive uniform. And he literally just casually walks out of there with all the shit that came with it. Yeah, there was that white... I always think of just the white outfit from uh, Red Dawn. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. Right, it's the, right, it's right. the Russian's white outfit. It's just pretty much hoodie, a billion fucking pockets, skis. I don't know why like skis come with the outfit. But he is ready to go Santa hunting. And he has a conversation with the sociopathic child, Billy, who is like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. I want Santa's head. And then it's like, uh, I'm not going to cut off a head. That's, that's I, I, crazy. Yeah, I'm not driving all the way back home with a fucking head. Yeah, that's going to be weird. And- uh, let me get his beard. It's like, <laughs> uh, no, that's gross. And uh, then he's like, well, what about his coat? I'll bring you his coat. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where so they I, settled. This, this fucking kid needs some memento of murdering <laughs> goddamn Santa Claus. And what's great is as soon as that scene ends, he gets something in the mail. And it's a letter stating whatever that 12-year-old chick's name was that beat him and thing, she admitted to cheating. Here is your first place ribbon. There you go. So, yeah, so yep. he, he did it. He got he got the ribbon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he won. So, he won. He yeah. finally did what he Which is funny because he then proceeds to try to call Skinny. And I don't know if maybe <laughs> he's had a change of heart, but at that point, Skinny is already geared up, ready to go. He's not answering any fucking phone calls. He oh, is yeah. Yeah, no, set he's up ready. to kill Santa Claus. And he just throws his fucking phone in the trunk and yep. leaves it. Yep, and then we have kind of that set up because you again at this point Santa's compound you know it's a military setup so you've got 
people guarding the outskirts of it and different things of that sort. So kind of like one of those Bond movies, you've got Skinny moving in, taking out guards here and there, just oh, yeah. moving in, you know, making it into, he gets into the workshop, he, which in this amazing scene where he, he builds, he makes, he has his bomb, he sets it up and he's just waiting for it, he sets it up, walks away, he's walking out of the room, just waiting for time to blow up, for it to blow up. And one of the elves rolls up in there, <laughs> picks it up and is studying it. And he's like, uh, uh, fuck, put that down. Well, he's a fucking elf, man. Elf yeah. can fucking build or dismantle anything they want. And <laughs> he proceeds to dismantle that so shit. So quick, too. He's like, da, 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 da. yeah. Because, again, it's <laughs> fucking elf, man. He's like, I'll dismantle the shit out of this. Which, again, you know what? That's, an, uh, there should be a sequel to The Hurt Locker with this movie. <laughs> where they fucking hire a couple elves who can be fast as shit. Because, guess what? Yeah. They could get the job done so fast, man. Oh, man. Dude, that would be so much fun. <laughs> I would watch that shit in a minute. But and so pretty much Skinny's like, all right. After that, he busts into the workshop, just starts taking out as many, just shooting out the elves, the, any military personnel, just That's right. going after everything. So Wait, they, We're getting down to the showdown. Yep. And did he kill a single elf? Because I think he killed all the military guys, but all the elves made it out alive. Yeah, I'm guessing the, the elves have had enough training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the elves I, were fine. You almost want to throw it out there that, as with every other workplace, you, sometimes you have that person that snaps, that the elves might have been trained <laughs> to, <laughs> at the first at, at the first sign of, you know, a uh, shooter. Of an active shooter situation. <laughs> I'm pretty sure elves They're are like, boom, trained in active shooter situations. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure once every hundred years, one of them fucking loses it, all right? Because, yeah, they are very quick to know exactly what to do. They remember the day the reindeer died. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, so pretty much Skinny <laughs> just starts killing motherfuckers left and right. Not elves, but everybody else um, gets out of the workshop, sets another bomb, blows boom. up the entire workshop. Right and before he blows it up, one of the elves is able to hit the very like Christmassy call box to Santa that says, "Santa, we're under attack," and, and Santa knows what that means. And actually, it's breaking up the entire time. That's so right. Santa didn't hear a th- single thing he said. He just understood. Yep. And you know what? No one even got near to injuring him once. Because the commander of the entire fucking military squadron couldn't land a single shot. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Everybody else, all the military is fuck-ups. But now, boom, workshop destroyed. Show down. Yep. And that's where you get... time. Oh, man. And then you get, that's enough. And there, across the field... Is goddamn Santa. Oh, some of the best lines oh, are coming up. Man. I got this line. And then go and ahead. then what he says in the middle of a conversation with Fat Man is, I've come for your head, Fat Man. And he screams it at the top of his lungs at this random old dude he doesn't even know. And well, it, it's it's set up like a western at this point. It this, really is. This is where you've had tones of a western yes. throughout this movie, but this is where you might as well have just had some tumbleweed going because they're not <laughs> not that close to each other, but enough that they're just showdowning, staring at each other. And the next thing you know, and he recognizes him instantly. He's like Jonathan Miller, you twisted child. 
And then you get into kind of the motivation a little bit of why uh, Skinny, Jonathan Miller, is so twisted. He talks about, he pulls out this Matchbox police car that you see throughout the movie. He's like, this is the only thing you gave me. And he's like, well, yeah, you were a piece of shit, man. I'm not giving you anything else. I mean, you know, if Billy's getting cold, you are also not getting shit. No, he never said that. He said, there's some problems not even I can fix. I'm not an all-powerful being like y'all make me out to be. It literally tells him, well, what the fuck am I going to do? Fuck off. Yeah, but he also is pretty much like, you're, you're kind of a piece of shit, too. I mean, yeah, I mean like, you, you expect, like, because he brings up about him not having his parent, losing his parents, right. and you think, oh, that should be a thing, but he's like, no. That twisted you into this fucking asshole assassin, so. That's right. But yeah, you have just the whole setup of them just looking at him and uh, he's Santa's like, you think this is my first time? He's like, you think I got this job because I'm fat and jolly? Pretty much like, nah, motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't the first to try to take out Santa. And, God damn And right. then you get your shootout. And just like, I mean, Santa fucking clips Skinny. Like, Skinny's shoulders bleed like a motherfucker. And, and, and goddamn. So they're pretty much shooting at each other across the field. But Skinny gets clipped. And then Santa makes his way, and he's skinny's hiding behind this, like, I guess, a fuck ton of, like, firewood. Firewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. And, and like, then, these two lines of long-ass lines of firewood. I'm just going to mention something real quick. This dude had a fully automatic assault rifle, while Santa Claus had an old World War pistol and a fucking musket-looking weapon. Yeah. And then he still managed to clip him. Yep. And, like... Yeah, oh, you, you see that his Correct. arsenal is not up to date at all. He just he has his favorites through the centuries of the weapons he likes Santa likes to use. Yeah. But uh, so we get to this amazing shot where they're skinny, trying to figure out where Santa is. They're Santa, and they're both crawling to the very ends of their set of you know piles of wood. And skinny is waiting. You can and you hear his footstep. And he comes out, and Santa fucking grabs a piece of a log and fucking just smacks the fuck out of Skinny. Oh and oh just yeah. starts, pow, beating the shit out of him. And you're like, well, this pretty much, there, there you go. Santa's, Santa's one. And see, the thing I, I know you're about to talk about is they show it earlier in the movie. And uh, he's messing with his weapons. And he's getting everything ready because he's knows, he knows he's about to go after Santa. And he messes with this Assassin's Creed-looking weapon where it's just a knife popping in and out. She's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a thicker fucking Robocop. That's why I would put it. He just, it's like that thing from Hudson Hawk. Like yeah, or just crazy-ass, like... It's like, just a blade that pops out, so... Yeah. But, so, Santa's beating the shit out of Skinny, and then Skinny pops out the blade and just starts fucking stabbing Santa. And I'll be honest, man, like, you know, the next... Seeing that ha- the thing that happens got a reaction out of all of us because you just expect, okay, that's cute, but it's Santa. He's badass. He's tough as shit. He, he's he's there for a reason. He's Mel Gibbons. Yeah, he's yeah. Mel Gibbons pretty much. He's just gonna get right. But back no, up. Uh, Skinny stabs him. He's Santa's laying there bleeding, and you're still waiting for something. And then Skinny pulls out a gun, fucking headshot. Santa he shoots Santa in the head. Yep. Yeah. You're Which, like, again, Whoa. shocked the... I mean, I was not expecting that at all. No, all really. of us laid back in our chairs. We're like, what? Yeah, yeah just we like, were all done after that. We just paused the movie, and we sat there for a straight five minutes just trying to acknowledge what the hell just happened. But someone got a little cocky 
forgot, like, there's somebody else on that camp compound. Oh, and right after yeah. that, pop, pop, pop. Mrs. Claus pulls out the gun and starts fucking shooting at him. Mrs. Kringle shot him in the head with a musket. Well, that's the thing. is He gets shot. Well, she shoots at him. She, he shoots her. He wing, clips her. She runs back to the house. And you get this scene where then he goes and following the blood trail into the house. That's right. And that's where he makes it into the kitchen. Door's already open. He's just following the blood trail. Stop. Door closes. There, fucking Miss Claus with what, like a musket? Goddamn, like, goddamn musket! Yeah. yeah, a musket pistol. Yeah, and she fucking caps him. She's like, "Nope, boom, right in, right the, in the fucking head. forehead." <laughs> he is done. That was fucking all, and I love the way that scene worked out because you know, and you get that all the time. The following the the blood trail. I just didn't think you'd see it in a you know um, movie about Santa Claus, but yeah. So she pretty much does what she's supposed to do. And you're just kind of sitting there, all this death and destruction. Yeah, then we get to Billy's house, where oh, Grandma is starting to figure that shit out. She's on the phone with, I guess, her accountant, and she's like, well, where'd the money go? Somebody is stealing from me, and it's blatantly obvious. And she's starting to figure out. Billy picks up the cue from that, and it's like, well, time to murder Grandma. So you see him in uh, a different room taking pills open them up, and then mixing them into milk, cut to front door, the maid answers, the maid, mind you, who has been, literally Billy has been giving her shit the, the entire, entire time. Yeah, anytime you ever saw Billy in this maid, she, he was such a fucking dick to her. So she opens the door. Next thing you know, as Billy is trying to make his special milk for his grandmother, um, and pops the maid, who, which he tells her to get out, well, she's not alone. Walks in Miss Claus, which we had a pretty good idea. Yeah. But right behind her, oh, he ain't dead. It's Santa Claus. He's all patched up and bloody and shit like that. And uh, pretty much, he sits down and Billy knows he's fucked. He's yeah. like, your dude didn't make it, man. We, we took him out. Did, did y'all catch a glimpse of a smile as she was leaving? Because I can't remember. Oh, no, no. She was, yeah, she was happy because she's like... They, I don't know if they explained everything or not, but she's like, yeah, yeah, you fucked up, dude. And I, all those times you were talking shit, yeah, there are, you're about to reap what you sold, motherfucker. So pretty much Santa sits down, and you just already know, oh, man, he grabs that milk, and he fucking chugs it. And he says, ah, fentanyl, that'll get the job done. Almost cocky, like, yeah, yeah, you were going to try to kill her. All you did was, you you got fentanyl on here. I'll chug this shit. I'm goddamn Santa. Yeah. But then he goes into kind of where he's like, you know what? Because of you, I've decided to be a little more proactive. And then I'm, he's like, I'm going to be proactive, and it's going to start with you. And then uh, now, Groots, we 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 tried to get as much dialogue as we could in, uh, from theirs. But the some of the last bit of dialogue that Santa has in this is so fucking epic. I so. know. I'm trying to fucking, like, what I wrote down is so fucked up. <laughs> Doesn't uh, make sense. Let's just say this. Maybe we should, if we could find a clip, we'll just post it with this episode because I'm going to wing it. All right, all right. Just wing it then. All right. All right. So at the very fucking end, he said, I said, look at me. He's talking to the boy. Yeah. All right. Look at me, wicked soul. 
<laughs> you're bent on bloodshed. And, uh... Pretty much... live outside of your morals and consequences. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even read my writing. We're you're at the post so, of that, because I, so I didn't write with this though. lack of reverence. Uh, yeah. it, it was like the most Western-ass fucking badass it's, shit I've it's, ever heard. It's as close as you get to the, uh... At the near uh, the end of Tombstone, when yeah. Wyatt Earp is like, "You call down the thunder," like it's like that kind of shit, man. It really is. Yeah. it and really is. Just to add the icing on top of the cake, there's literally him taking, getting his eye patch, slowly taking off, and at the end of that, he mentions, "Well, I got my eye on you now, Billy." Yeah, that's right. He pretty much says, "You know what? <laughs> I could so easily take your ass out, but you know what? I'm gonna try something new. I'm gonna give you another chance. But here's the deal." Your grandmother has an early death, I'll be coming for you. And that's simple. Your grandmother dies for any reason besides it being pre-set up or, or like pretty much like yeah. the natural causes, Santa's coming for you and it ain't going to be fucking pretty. I got oh, my eye on you. All of anybody close to him or even interacting with him, anything wrong happens to him, he's fucked. <laughs> yep. So pretty much right there, yeah. He says, "I got my eye on you," and walks out and just like pow. You cut back to the compound, rebuilding. But there's almost like, uh, you kind of pick it up a little bit. There's like this new resurgence in Santa now. Oh yeah. I guess uh, you know that thing, almost dying, almost you know losing everything, kind of <laughs> gives him that good kick in the fucking balls to get him started. He again. got his spirit back. That's right. That's right. Almost being Damn murdered right. by an assassin brings back the Christmas spirit, and he's building everything up, and it's just a happier Santa. And he's a happy Santa. <laughs> he's got jungle fever, like everything going on. Like, he loves his life he now. He loves it. So you see him building, and then fade to black, and fucking awesome. I I'm sorry, but like this movie was awesome, and I want uh, you want a sequel, don't you? I want Mel Gibson to be Santa Claus forever. (laughs) I want to see some kind of crossover, honestly, with Mel Gibson Santa. And fucking Kurt Russell's Santa and some kind of dueling <laughs> alternate, uh, you know, like a Spider-Man into the multiverse kind of thing and have them fucking battle it out, all right? You know what would also be really cool for that is if we got this Santa against Krampus from the t- 2015 movie. Oh. There you go. That would be fucking awesome. But I don't know if that's ever going to happen. True, true. But... No, that's like two separate things. So, yeah, that was... That was fat, man. I I enjoyed the shit out of it. The pacing, it's it's a little slow at times, but it's like a, like we keep saying a very Western style kind of pasting. So. I didn't mind it because so much of the slower portions were Walton Goggins exactly. involved, and, his, and, and I love everything about him. And once you establish in the first twenty minutes of how he's going to interact with people, like I said, either he's going to shoot you in the head or he's going to tell you to fuck off. You're just waiting every time you see him interact. That's true. You're just like, here we go again. It reminds me a lot of the first season of the Fargo show with Billy Bob Thornton's character, where you get the first episode. And he has this interaction with a cop. And every time in the rest of the series, anytime he talks to anybody, you're like, again, he's either gonna he's either gonna shoot you in the head or just be mean as shit to you. So I, I just appreciate that. So um, does anybody have any ones they want to jump on for if we were to double feature this? Do you wanna I would, Oh, I was just gonna say 
I know it's debatable. A lot of people don't agree it. A lot of a lot of people do agree with it. But I think Die Hard would be a good Christmas movie to watch with this because they're both awesome gun actions. There you go. That's very true. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm gonna go a little off of that, but I'm gonna say, you know, you got Santa killing in this one. That's true. But he's killing the bad guys. But what if Santa was killing? The good guys. <laughs> what if you cast a wrestler in the role of Santa? <laughs> I'm going to refer to Santa Slay. Yes, which has one of my favorite opening scenes ever of a Christmas movie, in which the amount of cameos and stars in the first five minutes, if you're like, I want to get all these people in and I want to see them murdered, Santa Slay does it. I would definitely combo this with Santa Slay. The pacings are totally different. But see Santa kill bad people, and then watch Santa kill good people. Dude, I'm with it. I'm with it 100%. And uh, we already uh, touched on it earlier in the episode, but I have to reference the fake movie trailer from Scrooged. Yes! Holy shit! How did I forget to bring that up? Which is uh, the most amazing thing ever. Uh, the night the reindeer died, um, which I mean, but who's gonna save them? Why Lee Majors? Will Lee save Majors them. with a minigun. <laughs> You've been very good this year, Lee. Brrr. Oh man, <laughs> and just blow yes, It's so funny because, goddamn, when I was a kid and I watched Scrooge, that taunting of that first three minutes of that trailer. <laughs> yes, and this is the closest you get. This is Santa kicking ass. He's not being saved. This is Santa doing the work. But the same setup of just assassins, exactly. you know, are in the North Pole. Like, yeah, I would totally throw that down. You have to. I would definitely watch. Just like, you can just probably YouTube it. Just put in like the night that reindeer died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll pop yeah. up on it's there. It's available. I think Big you trailer. Have you got to it. Watch that before you start up, Fat Man. That was the first uh, fright rag shirt I ever bought. I am fucking jealous as shit. At I tried to order that con. this year, and it is goddamn out of print. Uh, it's back in print right now. Well, if okay. it is, I'll have to check. Cause yeah, like, every time I kept trying to get it, it was like, uh, no, I'm sorry. But yeah, it's back in print. Uh, it's just. I, I, that fake trailer is amazing. Yeah. So, all right. So we've done. We we did Fat Man. Yeah. There you go. Fucking Strongly Fat Man was suggested. amazing. Check it out. Definitely. And I could definitely say I could watch it several times more than just once. This was really enjoyable. This one is I'll probably I'll probably pick up because it, it was yeah fun. no it was, no it was, I'm I'm gonna buy this on actual physical media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like probably the first movie we've done that hasn't been already available on yeah, physical media. Yeah, seriously. We're almost just going to have to wait it out till it's available on physical yeah, media. Yeah, right? But, um, alright. Uh, so, we're going to wrap this up. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we've got a couple more releases before the end of the year coming out for Beautiful Disasters. Uh, check us out on Facebook, beautifuldisasterspodcast.com. Any suggestions you have, anything that you want to throw at us, we, we love getting suggestions, feedback from everybody that listens. Anything that you think would make a perfect movie for us, not only for our regular episode, but if you want to help us out abusing each other with the schlock abuse, throw it <laughs> our way too, because, I mean, there's an endless number of schlock abuse you know, movies, but... We'd love to get a few more suggestions. So, No shortage of terrible things to inflict upon each that other. That is right. That is true. Um, yeah, check out all the podcasts at GUIPodcast.com. 
What else we got? I think that's about it, man. I'm just stoked. I mean, we knocked out a fucking Christmas movie this year, so bam. Yes. Yeah. So. All uh, right. I'd like to thank uh, the younger me, uh, little fuck uh, Parker here for being on and helping us out through this amazing Mel Gibson Santa action movie. I never thought that would come out of my mouth like that. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say this has been the most fun I've had in a really long time, and I hope (laughs) to be on here more. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's absolutely true. All right, so uh, for Beautiful Disasters, I've been the Groots. F you, Hunter. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. GUIPodcast.com <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.